thank you for taking time out of your day. I really appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Man, uh, you're a speaker, powerlifter, coach, entrepreneur. You were on season one of the NBC Titan Games. Got a cool yes, list of things you've done, man. Congratulations. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Now, you got picked to be on the, the Titan Games with Dwayne Johnson, uh, which I'm sure is not an easy process, but what was that process like? What did you have to go through to get on that show, and what was the experience like? Man, uh, so 100,000 people applied for that show. I didn't apply for the show. Oh, okay. They reached out to me, and I thought it was fake. It was like 11 at night, and he's like, oh, we want to get on a Skype call. I'm like, no, we're not getting on a Skype call at 11 at night. <laughs> it's not, <laughs> it's not, not what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, I ended up talking to them, and they were like, yeah, we like your story. I was like, okay, whatever. No, it's not going to happen. But hey, we picked 100 people uh, to compete for a spot for the show. We want to fly you out to L.A. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. We did yeah. a 10-hour combine doing everything from, like, max deadlift to treadmills to obstacle course to all this kind of crazy stuff and interviews. So I was like, damn, 100 people. They're all amazing athletes. So I was like, no way. They picked yeah. 32 guys, and I made the cut. And then wow. from the 32 guys, uh, they picked two guys to be on the cover with The Rock, and I made the cover. So I was, like, <laughs> on all these billboards. It's like, it was crazy, man. It was absolutely crazy. And, like, to be the dude, like, with the disability, with type 1 diabetes, that's able to compete against able-bodied competitors, you know, it just shows that obstacle I've been working through my whole life is the biggest opportunity of my life. Yeah, absolutely. Have you ever thought about, like, being on TV before that happened? So uh, over the last four years, I've built my business as a speaker and through social media. So I've done some media stuff like being in like some magazines and stuff like that, telling my story. And yeah. I recently got super recently got into like adaptive fashion, okay. you know, with things like Zappos Adaptive, where we help people with disabilities learn how to live their life, better quality of life through the clothing we wear, you know, yeah. buttons that are hard to put on their magnets instead of buttons, zippers instead of laces, things like that. But up until that point, there was no real dream to be on TV, you know, like I was completely fine doing what I was doing. That was just an opportunity to spread my message and tell The Rock that I'm stronger than him. So that was a great, great opportunity for me. <laughs> That's awesome. How is he in person? Is he a pretty cool guy? I was so scared he was going to ruin the image I had of him because I grew up playing with action figures, you know, with WWF, like old yeah. school. If you want to go really old school, WCW, NWO, like wrestlers, like I was into it. Yeah. So when I met him, please don't mess up this image I have of you. He was so <laughs> down to like a conversation like this. And he, he treated you like he wasn't the busiest and richest actor in the world, you know? Yeah, yeah. He treated you like a normal dude. He cursed. He was down to earth. It was awesome, man. It was great. Super cool. Reading through your website, you mentioned limitations are self-imposed, less walls, more doors. What do you mean by that? So being born, you know, two fingers on my left hand, shorter left arm, and I type 1 diabetes that I got diagnosed at 19, my entire life I felt like that that broken kid, you know, when you look at the definition of disabled, weak, broken, useless, helpless, those are synonyms for that word disability or disabled. And like, imagine being labeled that, you know, your entire life, you're defined as someone who is less than. Mm -hmm. So from that to growing up in a really bad area, I, I stood out like a sore thumb, you know, I was picked on bullied. And when people say bullied, like, oh, yeah, everyone's bullied. Everyone is. But I was bullied like bad to the point where I, I fell to some bad stuff and I got with a bad crowd and I did a lot of bad things to cope with that. And sure. it wasn't until I, I started switching my perspective of, okay, I can't control how I was born, but I can control what I do with how I was born. You know, yeah. the list yeah. that I, that I felt on myself was put there by myself because right. no one can label you without your permission, if that makes sense. 
Totally. You know, if I called you a giraffe, you wouldn't be offended. But if I called you something that you truly believed about yourself that you've been hiding, it would hurt. So I started reframing my perspective. Okay, limitations are self-imposed in the aspect of what are you limiting with yourself mentally and why? And why don't you just not, you know? Yeah. People, it's not that easy. Oh, it's, it, it is that easy, but it's not simple. It sucks. It's terrible, yeah. you know? Like easier said than done. Yeah, well, so is farting and making toast, you know? But <laughs> at the same time, let's not talk about stuff that's obvious. Instead of saying easier said than done, let's say better done than said. Let's yes. just done. Let's just get it done, you know? So yeah. I started fighting myself and I started accepting like who I was and started saying, how can I help other people with what I have? Nice. That's awesome. And I saw the video of you, I think it was posted on Unilad, when you got your prosthetic arm for the first time. What was that experience like, dude? Yes, sir. So I got it right here. It's actually dead. I didn't charge it yet. But oh. uh, <laughs> that was, so I had hid my hand for 17 years, man, up oh. until two years ago. Uh, I hid my disability for 17 years and so much so that I was, I, I was playing drums. I was doing all kinds of crazy stuff, but still with a glove in my hand. I was speaking. I was getting paid to speak, but still hiding on stage. Wow. I still had the glove on my hand. So I set myself up with this impossible task. I was like, all right, if I ever get a prosthetic arm, I'll stop hiding my hand. Thinking that I will never get approved for a prosthetic arm because it's impossible, impossible to get approved for prosthetics, especially because wow. I live my life without one. I was like, there's no way. So I, I kind of set that up like, it made me feel better, but I knew it wasn't going to happen. It happened. <laughs> so yeah. I made a video talking about like taking my glove off for the first time and showing my disability. And I was like, I'm going to post it on YouTube and I'm just going to like, it'll make me feel better mentally. You know, a few people will see it. Those few people turned into 4 million people and then the Washington Post covered it. And then I jumped in the deep end and that was probably the best thing that ever happened. I'm a sink or swim type of guy. So the fact that I was forced to be uncomfortable made me the most comfortable in my life. You know, yeah. I was afraid to show something that I've lived with my whole life that I realized for one, I created that fear out of nothing. And two, it was so relieving to finally fully accept myself when so many other people already did. Yeah. Wow. I mean, your YouTube channel has over 28,000 subscribers. You've got over 5 million views, over 60,000 Instagram followers. I mean, how have you been so successful on social media? So, so just to preface that, yeah, I used to be so, I wanted to be social media, you know, I wanted social media. And then I recently, like, I just really stopped caring about the followers and likes and stuff because I started caring about giving value and impact to people who actually need it, you know? Instead of getting tons of engagement and likes and followers, for one, that doesn't pay my bills. And two, that doesn't help the kid who thinks he's less than struggle. You know, that does nothing for him. That's what validation for myself. I I lived that my entire life. Now I focus on truly giving value and helping people. And when I say helping people, literally talking them through a crappy time. You know, we all struggle, whether you're a guy or girl. We all have this this mental stigma of we're not allowed to feel. We're not allowed to, we have to be positive all the time. That's just bull. It's just, it's not real. So I think where a lot of the exposure has come is just from being authentic and trying to fit a mold of what, you should be to be a successful YouTuber, what you should be to be a successful Instagrammer, what you should be is yourself because you're the best at being that and you're the worst at being anyone else. So yes, literally starting with being authentic and finding out who you are, not who you think other people want you to be. Right. Yeah. I think made the biggest impact, to be honest. Yeah, I agree, man. And it, and your videos are hilarious, too. I mean, I love the when you tried to write your name for the first time with your <laughs> bus on the can, dude. I was dying, dude. That's and just you, who I am, man. Like, I do yeah. the makeup with my girlfriend, like, did her makeup with my prosthetic arm. Yeah. It, but that's literally who I am. Like, when the camera comes off, it doesn't, it doesn't change. Like, I am that personal. I'm awkward. I'm weird. People see... 
they judge me because they see a, a swoopy haircut and muscle. They're like, he's definitely a douchebag that vapes on the beach, you know? I'm like, <laughs> don't vape. I don't even go to the beach. And I like to lift, but that doesn't mean I'm, I'm a crappy person, you know? Like, totally. I, I'm all for trying to break these stigmas of, like, regardless of how you look or what social media does, like, maybe you should get to know the person before you throw out that judgment, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Now, you had mentioned this a little bit earlier, but you were recently at the DreamWalk Fashion Show out there in New York. And, yeah. and not only were you there, you were actually in it. Like, for those yeah. who don't know, what's that DreamWalk Fashion Show about, and, and how so, was that experience? So this year has been crazy because I got involved with Zappos, which is a massive company, and they have yeah. some something called Zappos Adaptive, where they work with people with disabilities and help people feel good about what they're wearing and looking good. Like disability can still be sexy. We're allowed. We're not just those people that you avoid, you know? So I fashion show with them earlier this year and I I modeled Nike, which was awesome. And I was like, damn, that's so cool. And then I got hired by them to do more stuff with Nike and Tommy Hilfiger. And then I just did this fashion show, Dreamwalk, where it's all about body inclusion. You know, like regardless of how you look, you don't have to fit the mold or the stereotype. Yeah, It's cool. Like the first one I did, I was like, oh man, that made me feel good. The second one I did, to see the kids and the parents who like, stopped thinking that their kid or their self was broken stop thinking that you're doomed to live this life of less than this life of like wheelchair ramps and like sadness like that's the best feeling in the world big damn i can do that you know the empowerment like the true inclusion not inclusion of oh hey let's get the disabled guy on our team because it makes us look better but hey let's include him to hey He's, he's normal just like us. Yeah. That, that's the progress we're trying to make. And I never expected to get into fashion, so to speak, because I always judged fashion. I thought fashion is douchey. I'm like, oh, hoity, hoity. I'm like, but to be honest, like it does something for you mentally. You know, everyone, when you go through your closet, you're, you're picking through shirts that you think is going to make you look best that day, that fit your mood, because it makes it. And as, as guys, even, we have this mental stigma of we have to be masculine. We can't feel emotions. We, we just have to be, you know, tough all the time. Like, we still want to look good, too. Like, don't, don't BS anyone. You don't, you don't have to live a certain lifestyle to want to look good because we all deserve the right to feel confident. And the overarching concept of everyone's life is having quality of life. Yes. Multiple factors get you there. But if you're doing anything that takes away from your quality of life, you need to reconsider what you're doing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, wanted to transition to a couple of fun questions here for you. Uh, do you have a favorite type of music or favorite band that you listen to? I'm weird as hell, dude. When I lift, sometimes I listen to audiobooks because it gets okay. me to zone out. And like, I just, I, it's my time to like focus on me. Yeah. I have tons of books and I, I try and budget time, but audiobooks tend to be the best on the go. Yeah. Um, when I listen to music, I'm all over the place. It can my playlist will go from like country to hardcore metal to like okay. R and B sexual music. I'm like, I don't <laughs> know what's going on right now. But it's, it's, if someone listens to my playlist, they're just it's, it's it sounds like kids bop, you know? Awesome. <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. I played, That's awesome. I played drums for eight years and I used okay. to wear a glove and I put the drumstick through through a finger hole. Yeah. And I played for eight years. I love drums, dude, but my music tastes are just, I can't even define them. All over the place, nice. Uh, do you have yeah. a favorite movie that you watch? Favorite movie? Uh, what's that movie, Maximus? Any any sort of movie from the gladiator period, I'm like fascinated by Greek and Roman mythology yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. Anything like that, I'm, I'm down, for okay. sure. Yeah, that's my wife's favorite movie, actually, is, is, is Gladiator. It? Yeah, yeah, Gladiator epic. Epic. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Uh, last question for you. You inspire and motivate so many people, but who inspires you? Man, uh, I'd have to say, like, there's there's been certain people. Like, when I when I first started getting into business, I was really into Andy Frisella because he runs First Form, and uh, his business aspect was amazing. So that helped me kind of trans like transcend on the business level. But yeah. now, honestly, it's 
it's a mixture of the companies that are doing things for people that actually care, yeah. you know, that are supporting inclusion and diversity. And then the kids, the kids who who are missing a limb or have cerebral palsy or any anything, any sort of struggle, and they have the confidence that I wish I had, you know, at that age. So I see them and I'm like, I know their life's gonna be amazing. That's inspiration for me. I don't I don't get inspired by big dudes. I don't get inspired by, you know, cool guys or cool girls. I get inspired by the people who are really struggling on the front lines and I know what they're about to go through and they're ready. That yeah is like the biggest drive yeah absolutely man i also want to give you an opportunity just to give a shout out to anybody or companies brands anything like that on the show and make sure they got a shout out there yeah i mean honestly zappos adapted is like my major because of just what they're doing for for their company and for for people in general but honestly i i shout out anyone who's willing to break the norm to go against the grain and support the true community not just the community of influencers not just the social media not just for the pretty you know nice picture or something that makes sense on paper yeah, support yeah. everyone in the community like help people it takes nothing to be just a good person or a good company so the people who do that that those are the people i support that's awesome man well chris it's been an honor to be able to talk to you man i'm excited to continue to see you continue to grow and influence people motivate people man and and uh, you're just awesome. You're a world changer, brother. I really appreciate that. But what you're doing is just as just as important because you spread the message of not only positivity, but change and effect, value and impact. And that's what I stand for. So I can't thank you enough for having me. Seriously. Awesome, Chris. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. Have a wonderful rest of your week. Absolutely, man. Hey, guys. Well, thank you so much for hanging around. Really appreciate it. If you'd like to see more videos from Top Rated MMA and the Bearded Biz Show, please click the playlist and also hit subscribe to our channel. Become part of the Top Rated MMA and Bearded Biz community. We would really appreciate your support. Also, please leave a comment below. I will read and respond to all of them. Thank you so much. Have an awesome day.